Welcome to Zichud Avsiman Memor by Avram Goldhai and today we're going Yuma Dafnun Vav, the fifth parak Hotziyalov. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, on Dafnun Hay Amabez, the Gemara said that in the case where the owner of a chattis bird has certainly died, the reason Rabbi Yudah does not permit designating for Zuzim, which is the price of a bird, to be the money of the dead owner and then throwing them into the water and letting the other Zuzim in the collection box be permissible, is that Rabbi Yudah does not hold a brera. The Gemara asks where it's known that Rabbi Yudah does not hold a brayer and brings a case in a brisa where one purchased wine from Kusim on Erev Shabbos before dark and he didn't have the kalim into which to pour the necessary truma meiser portions. Rabbi Meir permits one to rely on bread to designate the trumas and meisers now and separate them later, whereas Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon prohibit him from drinking the wine until the trumas and meisers have been separated. The Gemara rejects this proof, bringing their words at the end of the brisa, which state, that they said to Rabbi Meir, Are you not moted that the wineskin might split open and the wine will spill and have been found retroactively to have drunk tevel? It's clear from here that their position is not based on the rejection of Brera. Point number two, the Gemara brings a proof that Rabbi Yudah does not hold a Brera from a Brisa taught by Ayo regarding making two conditional Erevin when one does not know in which direction a Chacham is coming from on Shabbos. Rabbi says, Ein adem a person may not make stipulations concerning two things, i.e. two chachamim, simultaneously, but only concerning a single chacham, regarding whom he may say that if the chacham comes to the east, his Arab is to the east, and if he comes to the west, his Arab is to the west. When it was asked why Rabbi Yudah permits the two Arabin in the case of a single chacham, if he does not hold a brera, Rabbi Yochanan answered it, the case of the single chacham is an instance in which he had already arrived before Shabbos. Rashi explains that the person making the Arab was simply unaware of his location. But from the onset of Shabbos, he certainly wants the Arab which is towards the Chacham's location. Therefore, from the moment that he makes the two Arabin, one of them is fully valid. When he learns of the Chacham's location on Shabbos, the revelation is merely informing him of what had been determined before. The stipulation does not involve the use of Brera. And point number three, we learned earlier the reviewer permits only one stand to be used for the blood, out of concern that with two stands, the Kohen Gadol might confuse the bloods and take the wrong one. That's why Rebuta does not permit taking two gold stands and writing upon each one. One is for the bull's blood and one is for the goat's blood. After all, we see Rebuta regards writing on the various shofaros, the collection boxes, as a sufficient safeguard against confusing them. The answer Rebuta is concerned that due to the weakness of the Kongado, he will not bear in mind to check the labels on the stand. So once again, the three points are number one. On Davnun Hayam and Beis, the Gemara said that in the case where the owner of a Chattis bird has certainly died, the reason of Yudah does not permit designating for Zuzim, which is the price of a bird, to be the money of the dead owner, and throwing the Zuzim into the water and let the other Zuzim in the collection box be permissible, is that Rebuta does not hold a Brera. The Gemara asks where it's known that Rebuta does not hold a Brera and brings a case in a Brisa, where one purchased wine from Kusim on Erev Shabbos before dark, and he didn't have the kalim into which to pour the necessary truma meiser portions. Rabbi Meir permits one to rely on Brera to designate the trumas and meisers now and separate them later, whereas Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosin, and Rabbi Shimon prohibit him from drinking the wine until the trumas and meisers have been separated. The Gemara rejects this proof, bringing their words at the end of the brisa, which state that they said to Rabbi Meir, Are you not motivated that the wineskin might split open and the wine will spill, and he'll be found retroactively to having drunk tevel? It's clear from here that their position is not based on the rejection of Brera. Point number two, the Gemara brings a proof that Rabbi Yudah does not hold a Brera from a Brisa taught by Ayo, 
regarding making two conditional Erevin where one does not know in which direction a Chacham is coming from on Shabbos. Yudah says, in A person may not make stipulations concerning two things, meaning two Chachamim, simultaneously, but only concerning a single Chacham, regarding whom we may say that if the Chacham comes to the east, his Erev is to the east, and if he comes to the west, his Erev is to the west. When it was asked why Rav Yudah permits the two Erevin in the case of a single Chacham, if he doesn't hold a Brera, Ryochanan answered, Shekvar Bachacham. The case of the single Chacham is an instance in which he had already arrived before Shabbos. Rashi explains that the person making the Erev was simply unaware of his location. From the onset of Shabbos, he certainly wants the Erev which is towards the Chacham's location. Therefore, from the moment that he makes the two Erevin, one of them is fully valid. When he learns of the Chacham's location on Shabbos, the revelation is merely informing him of what had been determined before. There's no need to involve the use of Brera. And point number three, we learned earlier that Rebuta permits only one stand to be used for the blood, out of concern that with two stands, the Kohen Gadol might confuse the bloods and take the wrong one. The Gemara asks why Rebuta does not permit taking the two gold stands and writing upon each one, which one is for the bull's blood and which one is for the goat's blood. After all, we see Rebuta regards writing in the various collection boxes as a sufficient safeguard against confusing. The Gemara answers, the Rebuta is concerned Mishum the Lavadaite, that due to the weakness of the Kongado, he will not bear in mind to check the labels on the stands. All right, so now we go to our sim for Daf Nun Vav, and this sim was suggested to us by Rabbi Shlomo Weissman from Bezag, New Jersey, as well as Rabbi Moshe White from Edmonton, Alberta. They both suggested Nun Vav is a shusher in shul going, nu, nu. Nu nu. So here goes. The shusher in Shul who said nu nu as he was about to make kiddush on kusi wine purchased erev Shabbos got so distracted when news came the chacham had arrived in the west before Shabbos that he actually put the coast down on the plate marked for Havdalah instead of the one marked for kiddush. Once again in slow motion. The shusher in Shul who said nu nu. Shusher in Shul going nu nu. That must be more enough. Nun vav. The shusher in Shul who said. Nu nu, as he was about to make kiddush on kusi wine, purchased Erev Shabbos, which reminds us that on Duff Nun Hayam and Beis, the Gemara said that in the case where the owner of a chattis bird has certainly died, the reason of Yudah does not permit designated for zuzim, which is the price of a bird to be the money of the dead owner, and throwing them into the water and letting the other zuzim in the collection box be permissible, is that Rebuta does not hold a brayer. The Gemara asks, where does it known that Rebuta does not hold a brayer and brings a case in a price where one purchased wine from Kusim on Erev Shabbos before dark, and he didn't have the kale into which to pour the necessary Truma and Maisa portions. Rabbi Meir permits one to rely on Brera to designate the Trumas and Maisas now and separate them later, whereas Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon prohibited from drinking the wine until the Trumas and Maisas have been separated. The Gemara rejects this proof, bringing their words at the end of the Brice, which state that they said to Rabbi Meir, Are you not moted that wineskin might split open and the wine will spill, and he will have been found retroactively to having drunk Tevil? It's clear from here that their position is not based on the rejection of Brera. So the Shusher and Shul said, Nu Nu, as he was about to make Kiddush on Kusi wine, purchased Erev Shabbos, got so distracted when news came the Chachman arrived in the West before Shabbos, which reminds us, the more brings a proof that Rebuta does not hold a Brer from a Brisa top by Ayo regarding making two conditional Erev and when one does not know in which direction the Chachman is coming from on Shabbos. Yudah says, A person may not make stipulations concerning two things, two chachamim, simultaneously, but only concerning a single chacham regarding whom he may say that if the chacham comes to the east, his Arab is to the east. If he comes to the west, his Arab is to the west. Now when it was asked Rabbi Yudah permits the two Erevin in the case of a single chacham, if he doesn't hold a brera, Rabbi Yochan answered, The case of the single chacham is an instance in which he had already arrived before Shabbos. Rashi explains that the person making the Arab was simply unaware of his 
location. From the onset of Shabbos, he certainly wants the Erev, which is towards the Chacham's location. Therefore, from the moment that he makes the two Erevin, one of them is fully valid. When he learns the Chacham's location on Shabbos, the revelation is merely informing him of what had been determined before. There is no need to involve the use of Brera. So the Shushar in Shul, who said, Nu, no, nu, no, as he was about to make Kiddush on Kusi wine purchased Erev Shabbos, got so distracted when news came the Chacham had arrived in the West before Shabbos, that he accidentally put the coast down on the plate marked for Havdalah, instead of the one marked for Kiddush. Which reminds us, we learned earlier that Rebuta permits only one stand to be used for the blood out of concern that with two stands, the Kohen Gadol might confuse the bloods and take the wrong one. They were asked why Rebuta does not permit taking two gold stands or writing upon each one, which one is for the bull's blood and which one is for the goat's blood. After all, we see Rebuta regards writing on the various collection boxes is a sufficient safeguard against confusing them. The Gemara answered Rebbe Yudah's concern that due to the weakness of the Kongado will not bear in mind to check the labels on the stands. So once again, the Shushar and Shul who said, Nu Nu, as he was about to make Kiddush on Kusi wine, purchased Erev Shabbos, got so distracted when news came the Chacham had arrived in the West before Shabbos that he actually put the coast down on the plate marked for Havdalah instead of the one marked for Kiddush. All right, now it's time for our four-block back Chazorah. Daf Numbeis, so the similar Numbeis is a Nubi to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. Then Nubi to Yiddishkeit, Nubi to Yiddishkeit, that must be more on Duff, Nun Beis. Then Nubi to Yiddishkeit felt he had hit an Amethic brick wall, which reminds Rabbi Nassim said regarding the Amatroxine, the Chaman could not determine whether it was like the Kodesh Kadoshim within or like the Kodesh without. Ravina objected to this, saying that perhaps the wall was neither within either area. And he brings a proof from Mishnah Midas, wherever the spaces occupied by the temple walls are counted, the Amatroxine is counted separately from the Kodesh Kadoshim and the Kodesh. The Gemara concedes and explains that the Rabban's doubt was whether it had the Kedusha of the Kodesh or that of the Kodesh. So the Nubitidishkeit felt he had hit an Amethic brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim, which reminds us. It was taught in Nebraisa that Isi ben Yehuda said, Chamesh mikros b'Torah There are five psukim in the Torah whose grammatical structure cannot be determined. Each pasuk contains a phrase that can be linked to either an earlier clause or a later clause. These phrases are Se'es, from Hashem's warning to Kain, Meshukadim, engraved like almonds referring to the menorah, Machar, tomorrow mentioned by Moshe to Yeshua God in the war with Amalek, Aurur, a curse mentioned in Yaakov's Brachim to Shimon and Levi, but come, but will rise up, mention Hashem's message to Moshe near the end of Moshe's life. So the Nubiti Yishkai felt he had hit an Amethic brick wall, trying to properly read five confusing psukim and how the model of a Beis Migdash could have an Aron and Paroches at the same time. Which reminds us, the next mission described how the Kohen Gadol walked between the two curtains from south to north, and then when he reached the north, he entered the space of the Kodesh Kadashim and walked southward, Adshu Magila Aron, until he reached the place of the Aron. He placed a shovel full of coals between the two poles. The Gemara wonders which Beis Migdash is described in the Mishnah. In Bais Rishon, the Kodesh Kadashim and the Kodesh were divided by a stone wall. It can't be referring to Baishani, for Abraissa taught that Yoshio hid the Aron, along with the Sensenis Amun, the Jar Amun, the Flask of Shem and Mishcha, Aron Staff that Blossom, and the Box of the Pushim sent as a present. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah is referring to Baishani, and the Mishnah means that the Kohen Gadol placed the shovel full of coals in the place of the Aron, where the poles would have been. Daphnun Gimel, so the Simmer Daphnun Gimel is a Nigerian prince. So here goes. The Nigerian prince, Nigerian prince, that must be Ron Daphnun Gimel. The Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, which reminds us, it was taught in a bright the Torah states, he shall take the Katoris and bring it within the parochas, but Nasan as the Katoris Allah Eshkif Hashem, and he shall take the Katoris upon the fire before Hashem. This teaches us the Kongod should not prepare the Katoris by placing it on the coals on the outside and then bring it into the Kodesh Kodashim. 
The Bryce tells us this, to counter the mindset of the Sadukim, who say that he should prepare it outside and then bring it in, who base their position on the Pasuk, if he comes with the cloud of smoke of the Katoris, then I will appear upon the Kaporis. The Rabbanon word from that Pasuk, that when combining the different ingredients of the Katoris, one should put in Ma'ala Ashan, Rashi says that this is the certain herb that makes the smoke rise in a shaft like a stick. So the Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, insisted his servant's exit, taking three steps backward, which reminds the Mishnah Dav Nunbe Salman Bey stated regarding the Kohen Gadol, leaving the Kodesh Kadashim, that he left walking backwards in the manner of his entry. The Gemara asks how it's known that the Kohen Gadol walks backwards, when Mishmur Nachman said in the name of Yonasan that it's learned from a Pasuk, V'yavu Shlomo L'Bama Hashem B'Givon Yushalayim. And Shlomo came to the Bama, which was in Givon Yushalayim, since Givon and Yushalayim are far apart. The Pasuk must be coming to make a hekish comparing Shlomo going from Givon to Yushalayim after offering his Karbanas to his initial coming from Yushalayim to Givon. So just as in his coming to Givon, he faced towards the Bama in the direction of his approach, so too in return to Yushalayim, his face was toward the Bama. And the same etiquette applies to Kohanim Levim and Yisraelim, who are part of the Mahmud, when they leave their service to a Talmud when he leaves his Rebbe. And after one dovens, he should take three steps backward and afterward say Shalom. So the Nigerian prince, whose throne room filled with smoke, insisted his servant's exit, taking three steps backward, and say a short prayer for the welfare of the state. Which reminds the Michelin Dab Numbe stated that the Kohen Gadol recited a short tefillah in the outer chamber, but he didn't prolong it so as not to frighten the Jewish people. Ravada Baravada and Ravi Maravada both said in the name of Rav that the Kohen Gadol should say, May be your will, Hashem, our God, that if this year is destined to be hot, may be rainy. Ravach Breda Rava concluded the text of the tefillah in the name of Rav Yehuda as follows, May one who exercised worship not pass from the house of Yehuda, May your people, Yisrael, not be required to receive sustenance from one another. And may the prayers of travelers to withhold the rain not be permitted to enter before you. Daphnim Dalad, so the symbol Daphnim Dalad is noodles. So here goes. When the famed pastor chef noticed he was standing next to a pile of noodles, noodles, pastor chef, that must be on Daphnim Dalad. When the famed pastor chef noticed he was standing next to a pile of noodles on a certain kitchen tile, which reminds us that a discussion began on Daf Nun Gimel and Beis regarding the location of the Aron. A Bryce was brought that taught that both Rabbi Gazim and Rabbi Yechai say that the Aron went into Galus and Bavel, and Rabbi Yudah Malakish says that the Aron was hidden in his place. On this Daf, Rabbi Nachman brought a Bryce that taught that according to the Chamim, the Aron was hidden in the Lushka's Dira Eitzim. This is where wood from the Mizbech was stored and was examined by Kohanim Bali Moon for worms. Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak said that this view was learned in a Mishnah in Shkallim, where there was an incident where a certain Kohen was busying himself in the Lishka, and he noticed that one of the stones of the floor was different from its counterparts. So he came to inform his colleague, and he didn't manage to conclude Ad-Shiyatsis and Nishmasa before his soul departed from him. They therefore knew with certainty that the Arn was hidden there. So when the famed pastor chef knows he was standing next to a pile of noodles on a certain kitchen tile... He picked them up and found a picture of two young children. He picked them up and found a picture of two young children embracing, which reminds us. Rav Katina said that when the Jewish people would ascend to the temple on the regal, the Gahani would roll up the parochas for them and show them the kruvim, which were joined together in an embrace, and the Gahani would tell them, Behold your fondness before the omnipresent like the fondness between a male and a female. When Rav Chitzah challenges, since even the Levim were prohibited from gazing at the Aron when it was being placed in the cover for its transport, Rav Nachman answered that this prohibition didn't apply during the Temple era. He likened it to a kala. The whole time she's in her father's house, she's modest before her husband. Once she's fully married, she's no longer modest before her husband. Similarly, while the Jews were in the desert, we were likened to a kala, but once we were already in the land and had the base of Migdash, we are similar to a married woman. 
The reason the Kohen who wanted to reveal the location of the Aron died was because it was during Baishani, which is likened to a woman who was divorced and taken back by her husband. A woman who's been divorced and taken back returns to her earlier fondness and is modest. So when the famed Pastor Chef knows he was standing next to a pile of noodles on a certain kitchen tile, he picked them up and found a picture of two young children embracing on top of a stone painted like a globe, which reminds us, the mission stated that after the arm was taken, the Kongado would place his shovelful and coals on the Evan Shasia. Abrice explains his name, Shemimenu Olam. From this stone, the world was founded. Abrice taught the following. Rabbi Yezer says, the world was created from its center. Rabbi Yeshua says, the world was created from its sides. Rashi explains that Rabbi Yeshua holds that the world began with four foundations marking the edges of the world, and they extended inward. Rabbi Yitzhak said, a Kuchbarku threw a stone in the sea, and from that stone, the earth was founded. The Chamin say, Mitzion Nibra. The world was created from Sion. Daphne and Hay. So the symbol for Daphne and Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The children learning about speed limit signs, speed limit signs, that must be more on Daphne and Hay. The children learning about speed limit signs who were allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign, but not hit it. Which reminds the Bryce was taught regarding the Kongal of sprinkling the bloods in the Kodesh Kodashim, that when he does Hazah one time above, he does not do Hazah on the Kaporis so that the blood will touch its top, but only opposite the thickness of the Kaporis without the drops of blood actually coming in contact with it. The Gemara asks for the source that the first sprinklings of the bull blood and go blood are not aimed to come in contact with the top of the Kaporis, but are merely sprinkled upwards. Rav Achibar Yaakov said in the name of Rav Yizera that the Pasuk states regarding the blood of the goat, and he shall sprinkle it upon the kaporis, meaning above, and in front of the kaporis, meaning below. Since the reference to below is not necessary, given that it can be learned out from the law of below from the blood of the bull, we can use the word below to learn a hekish of all to lifne, from the sprinklings upon the kaporis to the sprinklings in front of the kaporis. Just as the sprinklings done before the kaporis don't reach the kaporis, so too the sprinkling above doesn't reach the kaporis. So the children learning about speed limit signs who are allowed to throw red water balloons towards the sign but not hit it, while counting out loud with concentration. Which reminds me, we learned from the Mishnah on Davnun Gemal and Beza, when the Kongado counted the Hazaz, Hazari Shonen Tzrichem Minyan in Ko'achaz Va'achaz. The first sprinkling, meaning the one directed upward, must be counted along with each and every one of the successive Hazaz, the seven directed downward. Rabbi Lazar said the reason is, so that he will not err in the counting of the sprinklings. Rashi explains that by counting the first sprinkling with each of the seven, the Kongado gains a moment to concentrate between each of the seven countings, which prevents him from inadvertently skipping or repeating a number. Rabbi Yochanan said that the reason is based on the Pasuk, and in front of the Kaboras, he shall sprinkle. Since there was no need to state Yazes, since sprinkling was mentioned early in the Pasuk, it's coming to teach that the first Hazah must be counted with each of the next seven. According to Rabbi Yochanan, if someone did not count the first one each time, but didn't err in the Hazahs, he has not fulfilled this Chiyub and must repeat the Hazahs. So the children learning about speed limit signs who are allowed to throw red water balloons towards a sign but not hit it, while counting out loud with concentration, were told the true story of an owner of obligatory kinim who was killed in a speeding accident before his birds were offered. Which reminds us, we learned in the Mishnah on Daphne Nungamon Beis that according to Rabbi Yehuda, there was only a single stand to hold the containers of blood for after the Hazaz. The more brings a related ruling from a race that states that Rabbi Yehuda says that there were no shofaros, no collection boxes in the Azar for the obligatory kinim because of the danger of intermixing the chattas with the ola. The Gemara asks what is meant by the danger of intermixing, and after rejecting the initial interpretations, concludes the decree was enacted because of Chatash Mesu Ba'alea Vadai, the possibility of intermixing a Chatas whose owner has certainly died. If he dies before the contents of the box are offered, all the minds in the box will be rendered invalid. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus. Three bonus questions from previous Masechtas. Number one, which of you learned the Kongado counts Achas, Achas Va'achas to increase his concentration so he doesn't skip or repeat a count? That's on Duff.
Okay, good. Number two. Which of the one the stone in the Kodesh Kodashim was named the Evan Shasia because the world was founded from it? That's on Duff. Nundal. Good number three. Which of the one the Amatroxin was not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh Kodashim or the Kodesh? That's on Duff. Nunbeis. Good number four. Which of the we have a question if the Tamura can be done with the Kongadal's par, given that other Kohanim are attaining Kapar through it? That's on Duff. None. Good number five. Which of the one reviewed was concerned that the weakness of the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur would cause him to confuse which stand was the bull's blood and which one was the goat's? That's on Duff. Nunvav. Good number six. Which of the one the Kohanim on the regal would roll back the parochas so that Kaiswell could see the Kruvim in an embrace? That's on Duff. Nundad. Good number seven. Which of the one reviewed says there were no collection boxes for a Bugatari Kini because of the concern of a Chatzar Shemesu Baalei Avadai? That's on Duff. Nunhei. Good number eight. Which of the proof that Rehu does not permit Brera is that he does not permit stipulating two Erevin in different directions for two Chachamim coming on Shabbos? That's on Duff. Nunvav. Good number nine. Which of the one in the text for the short to feel the Kongadal said when he exited from the Kodesh Kadashim? That's on Duff. Nun Gimel. Good. Number 10. Which of the one reviewed and the others were concerned that the wineskin and the Kusi wine would break, retroactively causing the purchaser to drink Tevel? That's on Duff. Nun Vav. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number 1. Which of the one Rebimir, which of the one Rebimir holds the Kobun is a derisor or carbon whose source is the Mapei Shal Eish, the fiery coin that a Kosh Baruch who showed Moshe Rabbeinu? That's on Duff. Dawud and Shkalim. Good. Number 2. Which of the one that David Amalch was forgiven? That's on Duff. Laman and Shabbos. Good. And number three, which of you learned about the Mysore of Ashi and Machoza being asked to make Kiddush Rabbah? That's on Duff. Kufav and Excellent. All right. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.